hello, hello everyone and welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome everyone. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Yeah, please do. How's everyone doing this week? Good, good, good. I took myself on a, a solo date today. Um, that's cute well I went out for breakfast by myself I've never done that before this like vegan restaurant mm-hmm. that I've been meaning to try and it was so good like I need was to it, just is it like close to where you live well it's in London Bridge so it's not too far um, oh okay it didn't take me too long at all to get there um, it's called oh what is it called oh it's, it's so good let me just find the name but I had um, mm-hmm. like this toast with um, scrambled tofu and mushrooms and truffle sauce and truffle sauce is just delicious oh it's called mallow i find i find truffle a weird taste really i started to like yeah. it recently okay interesting i just find it like it's a weird i don't like dislike it but i don't think i like it like mm. i just kind of it's just like this is a weird taste but. yeah it's unusual yeah but, it was so good though and like the thing with going out by yourself and eating by yourself you can actually go when you want and you can stay however long you want and obviously Mm -hmm. I enjoy my friend's company when I go out for food with friends but sometimes it's nice to just you know do your thing and then just go (laughs) I think I feel like for me going out by myself like I've had a Nando's by myself Mm. but like it's more so like I'm craving Nando's and maybe I'm at going to the train. I'm at the train station, so I'll just yeah. sit in Nando's and eat in Nando's by myself. But I feel like because I hate spending money on foods, mm. I feel like for me, <laughs> it's like I need a reason to go to places and where I'm experiencing it with someone. Because for me, that justifies me spending money. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like oh, I'm spending time with this person. I'm spending spending time with that person. Mm-hmm. Spending time with family and stuff like that. So that gives me a reason to spend money. Yeah, I Whereas, get what you mean. Uh, otherwise, I hate... I, I know as well, I think it's as well, I think it's because it's like I'm spending money on myself. I hate spending... I hate buying food for myself. I hate mm-hmm. it. It's just like... It's like, it just makes me feel like I should be I should be at home just cooking. Like, why are you out here just <laughs> buying food when you got, you got eggs at home? There's breads, there's all sorts of breakfast stuff. Or why didn't you go to Lidl? That's what you should have done instead of... <laughs> take yourself out for breakfast it's true but like sometimes treat yourself (laughs) yeah but I guess like yeah because those are the things that I feel like I don't know if I don't know for me I would like treat myself in that way Mm. kind of thing but then here's here I am spending money yeah just on clothes on ski shit and all of that rubbish so yeah (laughs) That's true. But yeah. yeah, I guess. Your that's... hair's nice, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've got a curly cut and um, I'm trying to get used to it. I need to really start like being a bit intentional with what I put on my hair because I am the past few years I've just been so lazy with it. I just do the bare minimum. But like the oh, really the, yeah, like the hairdresser took me through how to like maintain it. And the thing is I used to have a hair dryer with a diffuser. And I haven't had one mm-hmm. in years because I've just been lazy. But like, I need to get one really and like make the effort to make my curls look cute and bouncy all the yeah. time. Um, so I, I only need... just got a hairdryer and diffuser this year. Like, I haven't owned really? a hairdryer. I haven't dr- owned my own hairdryer ever. 
Yeah. So it's been like a family Same. hairdryer. I've I never owned a hairdryer. <laughs> yeah. And then I only recently had got a hairdryer because I got gifted one mm. um, with a diffuser and like I've been using that sometimes, but usually I always air dry. Yeah. Um, do you notice the difference? Like using a diffuser, does it do much? Um, I When I use a diffuser, there'll be more shrinkage. Yeah, that's, that's what I've um, noticed. And then as well, it just means that my head's not cold. So mm. that's it. I haven't really noticed anything. Just that there's more shrinkage. But it just keep, but it, it does stay really moisturised though, actually. Mm-hmm. And it's less frizzy, I find, when using yeah. the diffuser. Um, so I yeah. like it because it means that say if my hair's just still wet and it's like I need to go out, then it just mm-hmm. means that <laughs> Bless you. I used to just go out with my hair wet before, mm. but it means that I don't have to go out with my hair wet and yeah. you know, risk catching a cold and stuff. So yeah, um, that's what's been good. But I didn't use it. I didn't actually use it this time. I washed my hair yesterday, but I didn't use it. Um, mm. My hair ended up drying before I needed the diffuser. So I didn't bother using it. Yeah. But, mm. Yeah. Um, but I really want... Um, have you seen that shark? So basically, I got gifted a shark um, hair dryer with the diffuser, mm-hmm. and um, they've but shark it has come out with another hair dryer where it twists, and then it also has a like an attachment where you can where you can curl with yeah. the hair dryer. Have you seen that? Like I haven't seen. I want it. them to gift me that one. <laughs> Because it's so friggin' expensive. This is like, I'm sorry, I went without a hairdryer for how many years? Like, am I, I'm not going to buy one. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember but... I used to see those. I don't know if it's the same, but um, you, you know that, uh, what is it, brand? It's called Diva Curl, and they have, like, the hands version oh, yes. of the diffuser. Yes, yes. I used to see that when, when I first got into, like, curly hair, like, uh, products and that. I, I used to see that and think, that is so cool. Like, I should really get that. But that was just so expensive. Um, but, yeah. yeah. And it's quite gimmicky, really. It doesn't need to be the shape of a hand. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know if that even has its benefits. Yeah. <laughs> also, have you seen that Revere hairdryer? Hmm. The one, and it's basically like it's like a tube, and it's like uses um, suction. Yeah, like it doesn't, I've seen that. You will put your hair in it, and it comes out straight. And it's kind of like it's a reverse hair dryer, mm-hmm. rather than blowing onto it. It kind of like Sucks it out. yeah, yeah. But it looks so good. It looks so moisturizing, mm. like to kind of blow out and kind of like blow straight in your hair. It, I like that. I would really love. Yeah. I would love to get that. Um, Maybe look Definitely. out in uh, um, the maybe January we'll tag, Maybe we should just tag them or we just tag them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just put up some more hair videos and just be like, River, would you like to, you know? Collaborate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, don't, I won't need the, then I won't need that shark one. Cause yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give it a go. <laughs> yeah. See, see what happens. But, um, but yeah, something else that, keeps happening to me if you are on my friend's story which not many people are you'd have seen that I've been angry recently because um basically three times in the past one to two months people have told me or given me advice on ways that I should get rid of my freckles but Mm -hmm. they've gave me advice in real life it's not random dms from like bots on instagram it's actual people saying it to my face so the first time was what is is the demographic of these people they're men 
and they're <laughs> like not English. So the first time okay. was in Egypt and mm-hmm. it was someone trying to sell me a product. So I went into a shop and I wanted to buy some incense and like some other things to bring back home with me. And um, my friend was in there as well and he was like trying different products that were in there and then the guy he came up to me and like put something on my hand and he showed me the before and after pictures of what what something looked like and it was essentially like making your skin lighter i don't i don't know what it was but he put yeah. it on my hand i was like you probably like, like a bleaching off. cream yeah exactly but then he he said oh what are these things on your nose and i was like they're freckles and obviously because i've been on holiday in the sun they come out more and i was like they're freckles mm-hmm. and he said um oh i've got products that can get rid of them and then was going through the product and i was like no i'm fine like i don't i'm fine i don't i'm not looking for products i just want to buy incense and then i just left and then um i've been working with a brand as well who um they basically scanned my face for like different imperfections which like was part of the work that I was doing with them so they 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 tailor they kind of basically it's like before and after me using their product first they'd point things out that could change mm-hmm. and then afterwards they'd help um the product's supposed to help it so they they essentially said oh like you've got bacteria around your skin here this bit like you're more likely to get fine lines and stuff which I found quite like insightful but then it was like when it come to my nose and like my cheeks where I've got freckles they said you've got like you've got these dark marks here and I was like yes they're freckles I don't understand why people have never seen freckles before Mm. or why it's oh I think because because it's kind of like the freckles will kind of come up as like hyperpigmentation slightly so they might be kind of misinterpreting it for hyperpigmentation marks because that's mm. kind of what freckles are because it's melanin yeah. in those in that concentrated area. So then they're kind of diagnosing it as hyperpigmentation when, when really it's not. like they're freckles. It's not, it's not actually that it's not a problem area because it's not how it's not like a, a scar from yeah. acne or anything. It's just a birth that you want thing. to yeah what, that you want to get rid of um, yeah so that happens so yeah. like another example that happens and the guy was French who said who said he said oh the only way to get rid of them is laser and I was like no I'm fine thank you and then yesterday yeah because it's not because it's yeah. not actual hyperpigmentation like, marks so exactly yeah like, thanks for but your I tips think it, I think because of like because of the kind of what what you were doing with the work that you're doing and it came yeah. up as an imperfection and then he was just saying but then he's just giving you what it is that you use to get rid of it and yeah so he was just saying well the only thing to get rid of that is yeah, laser the product won't work on if that. you were looking to yeah yeah if you were looking to get rid of that but i think maybe that was as a result of Mm-hmm. that little test kind of thing maybe yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that one is the one that I'm not taking too seriously but yesterday yeah. I went to get some hair products obviously after getting my hair done I wanted some new products so I went to black hair shop and black hair shops are run by Asian men most of the time so I was in there yeah, getting the my products yeah in the UK yeah in the UK and I was getting my products and I I just literally, I wasn't buying anything for my skin. And the man was like, oh, what are the things on your nose? I got asked the same question again. And I was like, they're freckles, why? And then he said, oh, um, that I've got a product that can get rid of them. And I was like, no, thanks. Like, I'm okay, thank you. And he he got out like the bio oil, which bio oil, who mm. the fuck puts that on their face? Like no one puts it on their face because it breaks you out. Like, so I, mm. I was just a bit, I, I was just a bit taken back because I was thinking I'm buying my hair products 
let me have my safe space in the back hair shop. Let me let me just be comfortable. But then he said, um, but, oh, well, they, they look a bit like blackheads. So like, if you get this product, you can help get rid And I was like, this is taking the piss now. Three times in like a month. I just cannot yeah. believe it. I, I can't believe that men feel so... Like, where does this cockiness... Well, not even cockiness. It's just the entitlement of, like, you feel like you can give me this unsolicited advice without me even mentioning that I'm looking for skin products. Like, oh, But what the thing is, what's so funny is that this just sounds like a very normal experience. Like, (laughs) black hair shops have never been a safe space for any black people ever. Black hair shops has never been a safe space from the point of getting followed around the hair shop (laughs) because they think that you're going to be stealing to... um, (laughs) You know, and to the point of like, they are trying to just sell you something. They they're yeah. trying to as in, and the thing is, is that they know that women buy out of insecurity, so they're trying to see if they can find an insecurity and feed off on it to get you to buy something yeah. else. Yeah. And it's just like, actually, I didn't ask for this advice, and that wasn't an insecurity of mine. So like, leave me alone. And yeah, and I just feel like like this just sounds like it's actually quite a common experience like a normal especially like as well with like the bleaching cream and stuff like Mm -hmm. that in um abroad like that is a very normal thing yeah where like because and because as well they can make money off it and that and as well because they know that you can't get it in Mm -hmm. like in western countries because like they're banned because they're not good for you um yeah yeah so they're just it's just that whole thing of they are looking at you thinking oh there's something that doesn't make you look like um, the airbrushed models and mm-hmm. everybody's trying to look like an airbrushed model. And that's another thing as well. When you get these men who aren't on trends, so yeah. they don't know what's trending. They don't know what beauty standards are actually is in at the moment. And they're still trying to sell you stuff. And it's just like, you don't understand. Honestly. You don't know that actually people draw on freckles right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's what people true. are doing. So like... And even no. if they aren't on trend, it's like, what gives you the right? I know like the 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 motivation behind it wasn't to make me feel like shit. Like all of these people, yeah, the motivation was wasn't to make to me make feel money. like shit, but yeah, it's to make money. So it's like, oh, so you're now being a, a, a misogynist and a capitalist. Like, or, yeah. or you're just using well, yeah. these toxic, toxic parts of capitalism to try and make me feel shit about myself to yeah. sell your shit products that probably would but damage my what- skin. That's how the media and everywhere has sold Works, products in yeah. the first place. That has always been the selling technique to sell products, regardless. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Yeah. And especially when you're in countries like Egypt and that, don't take anything that they try to give no, you. Don't don't, don't pick it up. <laughs> like, you can just don't, don't pick, pick it up because they'll, they'll, they just want you to, Yeah, that means you're buying. They, they always try and put things in your hands. So just don't mm-hmm. just like be like, no, my hands are in my pockets. Don't, no. Yeah. It's <laughs> no, just, thank you. But yeah. Like, I, I'm good at not taking things personally. And I'm also good at like, disassociating myself from like their people's mm-hmm. opinions like that when it's an opinion about my face I don't really care because I'm confident like I'm happy with my appearance but at the same time it's like if I wasn't that kind of girl yeah you could literally you could ruin my day you could ruin someone's day by telling them that mm-hmm. oh look you've got loads of fucking blackheads over your nose like it's, it's just not nice and I just hate mm-hmm. that like going forward I'm gonna have to start swearing at people because like it, it's not nice and people I think people need to be told that things aren't nice like you can't get away with calling people names yeah or like maybe don't swear at people, people in case you get beaten up but um... in a shop 
Hmm. Yeah, you don't you don't want someone to just slap you. <laughs> Maybe I need I need a strategy because if this happens again, I, I'm just, gonna. Be I think mad. just be like be like no thank you and that's not a very nice thing to say. Okay, maybe <laughs> just to say kill, them, like that. kill them with kindness. I, I wouldn't swear because because obviously, especially if you're still giving them your money to to buy something, <laughs> like just be like or I, just with those people because they're people that you're not really going to run into again. I will because I like, go to that it, shop all the time. The black yeah, shop. it, 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 it is one of those things one. where yeah, but it's it's one of those things where you just have to ignore them mm. or like laugh in their face. Be like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> because like this, that's just it because it's like yeah because they're just trying to sell you shit that, and yeah yeah and that's how they've always tried to sell people shit all the time it's just so it's frustrating yeah. it's like, annoying it is. I just think it's rude like mind your business and yeah you're a salesman but keep your sales away you're from me you're not very good yeah you're not very <laughs> you're good you're not very good the sales technique is not working on me so please yeah and like please don't no. come for my face when you look like that do you know what I mean like I could easily be mean just... I could easily turn turn on you but I'm not gonna yeah. do that it's kind of like just don't look at me please like he yeah. asked you to look at, to look at me don't, <laughs> yeah. don't look at my face and I'm buying uh, like, products to look at my face I'm literally buying I'm spending money you. already yeah. I don't need to spend I don't need to spend no more money here I don't need to. Oil but that I can get from like sometimes, though, I do really think though that they they think that they're doing you a favour. They think they're, they think they're being helpful, but it's just like they're really just not on trend. Like they just don't know, and it's just like, look, mate, you are. You're not on trend. People are drawing on these no. freckles, and I naturally have them. So please, <laughs> off you go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally that. But oh, yeah, actually, tell why. him people are, people draw on freckles now. Tell him that next time as well. Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Yeah, actually, people draw on freckles now, so. Mm. Oh, it's just I'm oh, fine. It winds me up because, like, I don't want to keep going on. This is my story time. But if, like, these men, if someone was coming to your wife or your daughter saying, "Oh, what, what's that oh, on your face?" Care. They would have. They would have already told their wife and daughter that. <laughs> Like, I've they got product have. for you. <laughs> yeah, they would have already told them. <laughs> they would have been the first ones to tell their wife and daughter. It's like, it's like you know when mm. people talk about you know their aunties. Their aunties always commenting on their weight and then being like, you know, it's it's your family are the first ones to make yeah. the comments. They're the haters. They're yeah. the original haters. <laughs> he would have done already. Told his wife is a dog and looks like a cow. Like he would have already said that. <laughs> And already told his wife he hates her records. It's <laughs> legit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. ran over. I'm going to try and pick myself back up because I have yeah. taken it personally, actually. I've taken it very personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we know that they're just trying to make money in a cost of living crisis. So that's yeah. desperate times, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, oh, I was gonna say you ins- you inspired me this morning, With what? Um, because basically you said uh, you said to me that you were going for a walk, but then you decided not to because it was raining. Yeah, and you inspired me. F- you inspired me to go to- for a walk. 
That's so <laughs> odd. Because so it was raining. Why, why did you choose to go for a walk? <laughs> because it wasn't raining that much. And because okay. I've got my ski, my ski jacket has come and that. So I had like, yeah. I had the right kind of coat for it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I decided to go. I should have put my thermals on underneath my gym leggings though. That's yeah. the only thing I regret because my legs were starting to get cold um, before I went to turn back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was out for like an hour and a half. Oh, so nice. yeah so it was a good walk yeah how have you been though my story time just took up a lot uh, time yeah i've been all right just chilling um oh yeah actually guys this is something i watched this weeks ago but um mm-hmm. wednesday please you guys mm. all watch wednesday um i thoroughly enjoyed it i binge watched it it came out on a wednesday um and I started binging and I thoroughly enjoyed the program. But just one thing that I just want to mention, yeah. Cause I've been watching like reviews on it and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. everybody has the same feeling that I do that we do not like any of the quote unquote love interests that they were trying to push in this program. <laughs> Apparently even even the actors, even the casting didn't like these love interests oh they were trying to push. But um but like literally when you watch when you guys watch it like do you mind a minor spoiler no i don't mind okay this is this is guys this is a minor spoiler but there's a part where one of the guys who was pining after wednesday he says something like i'm so confused you've been giving me signal i thought that you liked me you've been giving Mm. me all these signals that you liked me and we are and something and something was going on between us and like he said this and i was just like sorry what because this girl has given no signals at all that she's interested in anybody like and and it was just like it was just so gross watching two guys be pining over her and she's mm-hmm. showing them no interest but they really think that they should have they deserve to have access to her <laughs> like it was confusing to watch and it was just gross and it's like but like what a lot of people are saying how they would like so that either would like to see Wednesday in a romantic kind of relationship with her roommate with her female roommate. Yeah, so that I, I want it would to be see like that. that. <laughs> yeah. So they they either want to see that or they want to or they want to see her as being ace. And I think mm. that would be like such an interesting and such a um, an amazing representation of um of someone who's asexual in media. I, I yeah. like I would love for her to be ace because her character and everything and the way she is and the way how like she doesn't really understand other people's feelings and why they like mm-hmm. her or whatever. And she's just trying to just, and she's just using people to get the things that she needs and what she wants to get her yeah. further and what she's trying to do. And I feel like it would be really, not that all ace people act in that way. I don't, I don't believe mm-hmm. that, but I feel like it would be such a cool way to actually incorporate some ace, um, Ace representation, mm. like on such a big show, because it's not all, yeah. it's not every day we need a love interest for the main character. Maybe maybe we don't have a love interest. Like maybe it's not everyday romance, everyday in a relationship. You know, it's I'm true. tired, and especially like Wednesday from the Adams Family. It's like that's who it's based on, isn't it? That's, I'm guessing. Yeah, Wednesday yeah, from yeah. the Adams Family. So, so sorry, guys, I did not give it any context. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> So like she's not really a character anyway. Growing up, that anyone would associate with, oh, like she's that is her and a guy, and they're gonna fall in yeah. love. And yet, like she was just doing her thing. So yeah, yeah, I think it makes sense. 
So I just feel like that would be nice. I hope in season two that they actually listen to a lot of the reviews because I've yeah. seen so many reviews and they're saying the same thing where they will either want her to be ace or they want her in like a queer relationship. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... I feel like that would be more enjoyable to watch. I'm tight. Like I want to see some love, love triangle shit where mm-hmm. she, where she's not interested. Like, yeah. What's the point? Yeah. I don't want to see that. And I, oh, I'm so tired of the love triangle bullshit with two <laughs> boys always pining after the same girl. And it's just like. Though Jenna Ortega is that bitch, you know, it's not like, it's not like, you know, when we're watching Twilight and it's just mm. like, Bella Swan has nothing going for her. Or when we're watching like Hunger Games and it's like Jennifer yeah. Lawrence just isn't really giving that, isn't giving that girl. Yeah. It's, um, Jenna, Jenna Ortega is that bitch. However, mm-hmm. like, I just feel like she's so much that bitch that the guys that are pining after her, like, they're not, they're not even worthy. They're not on her level anyway. So it's mm. just like, oh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny <laughs> that's it that's, that's it for me that's just what I want to talk about this time <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> cool so news topics um, yeah yeah this it's very sad yeah this week. a lot of sadness this week um, okay so should we start with um a woman has died oh trigger warning sorry a woman has died following a serious crush incident at Brixton O2 Academy last Thursday um her name is Rachel Ekamelo she's only 30 she was only 33 isn't it Rebecca yeah did I not just say that you said Rachel Oh, sorry, Rebecca. I don't know where Rachel come from. Um, yeah, Rebecca. Um, she's only thirty-three. She died in hospital yeah. on Saturday morning. Um, but essentially, like this concert is a gig by Afro. What is this guy? How do you pronounce his um, name? Asake. I've never actually Asake. listened to him ever. Um, um, so basically, you would have heard one song. There's one song that's popular at the moment that comes on the radio. Mm. Um, yeah, there's just one song that's popular at the moment. <laughs> Okay. So you would have definitely heard one song. Um, Yeah, like, so it's just, what's, no, what, actually, firstly, what's very irritating about this incident is that when Asake was playing in Birmingham, Mm. there was almost a stampede in Birmingham. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So there was almost a a stampede in Birmingham. So they already know the, they already know, like, how like how popular. high in demand mm. this um, popular this artist is and because really what they should have done is added another date but not in O2 mm-hmm. Brixton they should have added another date in but in the O2 because yeah. I'm sure or was it always because I'm sure it was in the O2 like the big O2 wasn't it I thought it was maybe it was all at O2 Academy yeah I think it was yeah. all at- but, yeah, pro- probably. But like, cause my my cousin went um, mm. the day before this one. Oh, okay. So oh, and gosh. like, there was no problems the day that she had gone. But the thing is, is that like they saw that there was almost a stampede in in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. So they should have known how high in demand this artist was, and probably add and added another date. You know, done something to be able to control that. Um, yeah, yeah, and like it's you awful. know, with people and like and that was kind of all over social media already. So, mm-hmm. and the Birmingham date was a few days before, or like the week before this incident, and then now and then, for now, the last day where 
apparently, because I'm I'm hearing one thousand people, but then I've heard people say three thousand people. Apparently, so there were over one thousand people who did not have tickets who turned up at the O2 Academy to to like push to try and get in. And the thing is, is that like this, I feel like one this type of thing has to be slightly orchestrated, like as in yeah, the rumors have to be going around on Twitter, have to be going around on TikTok being like, oh, let's turn up. You, do you know what I mean? Yeah, there for must have been something for, for people to come together for that and many people. Yeah. yeah, for that many people to turn up without tickets. Like, why are you there? You know? And like, the, and the thing is, is like, the reason why there's a limit on tickets is because venue capacity is a real thing. Like, mm. and people just aren't thinking like, you know, they're just thinking that they can storm in and they'll still be able to see a concert. That doesn't make no sense. It doesn't make sense. And especially with everything that's happened after... What was his name? Who was it? Travis Scott. It's Travis Scott. Like, this isn't, this isn't making... it Like, people are just stupid. Like, and yeah, it just doesn't make sense why you're turning up when you don't have tickets. Like, yeah, for what? It's literally you're not, devastating. You're not, you're not gonna get in, you're not gonna see nothing. And then now and for someone someone is dead. And for there was and there's like I'm sure there's three more people in critical condition in the hospital still. Yeah, and there a is. few people and quite a lot of people are in hospital. Like, mm-hmm. what's the fuck? Yeah. I just I find it unbelievable that people can be so selfish and like mm childish as well it's like what makes yeah. you think that you can push in to a concert you and a huge group of people and that it's going to get you any like you're not going to be able to see Literally. first of all you're going to be stuck at the back unless you were planning to also bombard yourself in all the way to the front which i know a lot of people do at concerts anyway but mm. i just think there's there's a lack of respect for other people yeah and um, there's a also lot of the like, time in these spaces like when, exactly. when you go like I, I really I enjoy concerts and festivals and stuff but I just hate the groups of men and I'm not saying that it's all men that cause this but mm. the groups of men that just come and fucking push in front of everyone like why can we not yeah. all just enjoy an act and like have a bit of space for a little bit yeah. of breathing space in front of us why does it have to be we're standing like sardines and people are pushing mm. and like people mm-hmm. end up falling over people end up fainting like it's just a horrible culture at some of these festivals and concerts it is. And, and now like thousands of people are pushing in to go and see someone yeah. perform like what's wrong with people what is actually wrong with people literally um, and then as violent. well like they had they had to stop the concert obviously yeah um so it's like so many people have paid for something and it's like they didn't get to see and people are in hospital and someone has died. Like it's disgusting. It's really, it's really sad because especially with like Rebecca, like, like, you know, just, she was just living her life. She has, she had her whole life ahead of her. And two children. Two kids. Like how does, there's, there's two kids without their mother. And she put a video up on her Instagram recently of her putting up the tree with her sons. One of her sons um, has autism and she does lots... She used to do lots of autism awareness videos. And it's just like... People just have such a lack of respect for other people. Like, it really... it makes me so sad. It makes me so sad that something like this could happen. It's devastating. It's devastating. 
And like, I know you, like when I was talking to you about it this morning, you like mm. had some different like opinions to me, but I do think that in cities, people, the way that people rush and push onto trains and like push here, push there, like that there's a lack of like care for people that are around mm. you. Like a lack of like the thing people is, holding like, doors open, especially men. Like there's, there's a lack of like a culture of, of men who are like chivalrous and gentlemanly in cities that like, people don't well, the fucking thing is, hold doors I don't, open. The reason why I disagree is that I don't think it's limited to cities. I just think that's mm. human nature in general. And I also believe it comes down to the fact that we're in a cost of living crisis. People don't have no time for anybody. People don't have no money. People don't have no patience. People don't have no type of kind of care for life, for other people's mm. life. And and that's why it's like the only the only disagreement I have with that is just that I don't think it's limited to cities. I think this is human nature at the moment, mm. and it's it's devastating. I feel like we've all and we've all been so desensitized just to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I know like, what you mean. but because it happens a lot. It doesn't matter where you are. Like because I've had I've had incidents yeah. like not just in London, but I've had incidents at home, Wolverhampton in Birmingham, you know, Manchester, like I've, you know, just, it's just but not even- cities, just, aren't just, they? They are, yeah, the cities, but at the same time, like, when you think that they're considerably smaller, say even if I'm going to Nuneaton, if I'm going to Litchfield, you know, stuff like that, like, you know, just yeah, similar I do, circumstances. I do think there are rude people everywhere. <clears throat> um, but I guess I was just talking from like my experience, like back at home, mm. when you're queuing for a train, there's just like common courtesy that like you let the person on in front of you who's been there before. Yeah. Or even like yeah. to, to the point, like men will let you on first. Men will hold the door mm. open for you. Like, And I know yeah. there's problems in, in like where I'm from where like people are racist as hell. But like even mm. the white men are like, oh, here you go, darling. They let you through the door. Yeah. And just, I don't get that in London at all. Um, but I don't want to stray too far away from this, like this thing. But yeah. I just feel like, I get what you're saying. Again, because like, because that, like, that's even why care. I don't even just that's why I just don't even say just cities as well because Essex is still a city as well do you know what I mean I just think Essex it's just different types of people it's a, the county I thought it was a city no oh no Essex is the county so that's yeah, like West Midlands as a county yeah 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 but yeah so yeah it's really yeah, sad it's just, it's just disgusting but like because I, I do agree to the extent of like when you come out of London people are a bit more friendly and stuff like that you know mm. um, people have a bit more time for other people yeah that's it it's less of a rush everything is less rushed <laughs> yeah. and you wouldn't you wouldn't but, stampede into like a local a local like venue you yeah wouldn't, you just wouldn't but get then, accused but, of stampedes outside yeah but then at the same time because i feel like people are kinder in birmingham than in than in yeah. um, london but then they still had yeah, almost true. a stampede there do you know what i mean so like because that's the only reason i just feel like at the moment i just don't know people are just people i don't know people are just getting crazy it's just like and like it's like people don't have no sense at the moment is but yeah just yeah, R.I.P. Like to no Rebecca sense. yeah exactly yeah and I hope that other people recover um, swiftly as well like it's, yeah. it's not what you need before Christmas before Rebecca Christmas Sons, I feel awful for them this is so tragic um, yeah, yeah it's just it's just dreadful it's really dreadful it is Hey everyone, I just wanted to um, add a quick update as there has been an update on the Asake um, 
a concert. Unfortunately, another woman has passed away um, as a result of the crush. Um, it was, if you give me two seconds. So um, Gabrielle Hutchinson, who was 23 years old, um, died on uh, today, which is Monday, um, the 19th. And um, obviously this is just so, just so heartbreaking. And as well, what is, um, this woman, she worked, she was working at the concert and obviously nobody should have to go through something where nobody should have to go to work and fear for their lives nobody and especially as a result of something that is like there was no need for it to happen um for me on my side I'm still a bit like I'm not even sure where the blame should be put if it's on the venue um because to be honest this crush was happening outside it was you know, or if it's the people who decided to, well, to be honest, definitely the people who decided to turn up who didn't have no tickets. Like, I don't understand why you were there trying to storm through, um, for what reason. Um, I do have some voice notes from Diana, which I'm also going to play. Um, so. I was going to mention that, um, Brixton, like as you were saying about them knowing that the Birmingham concert had been so hectic that Brixton members, like not members of staff, but their like management group should have been more prepared if they knew that this was happening in other places. Um, and even when they start to see that people were turning up in like thousands outside, there should have been some sort of like, surely there's an emergency kind of procedure in place if something like that happens or like, especially if you know it's happened in another area like there, there's an emergency thing where it's like there's um a range of emergency exits that staff know about that people can get out of not just one fucking door that everyone or not one doorway that everyone is barging their way out of like there there should have been some sort of contingency plans in place if they know that like this guy he has a reputation for like attracting fans that are just going to bombard their way in um and as well even that's to say that's not to say that um asake has fans that um, that Asake as an artist attracts those types of fans because obviously like this this what happened here was very it's it's a very it's a very weird situation because um obviously I I feel like that the that the um organizers clearly misjudged um judged how popular he was as an artist definitely um I know on my side that I've only actually heard one song which they started playing on the radio recently however obviously there's for a lot of people they've been living they've been listening to Asake for quite a long time you know it's especially like people who are very into Afrobeats but it's just such a shame that people decided that they wanted and you know what sorry that they orchestrated to all turn up without a ticket because I'm sorry for everyone to decide to turn up when it's snowing outside I'm sorry black people do not like going outside when it's cold so why are these people turning up to Brixton to Oti Brixton Academy to when without tickets 
out in the snow. Like it actually doesn't really make any kind of sense. Um, yeah, and it's just it's just heartbreaking to know that people have lost their lives. So even in this case, um, I I wouldn't even put it down to Asake because um, this ha- this happened from outside people storming in. It's not necessarily that the type of crowd that he attracts is a violent crowd. Um, and again, this is just given a, like is it is just giving such a. A awful like a bad name to to black people this was an Afrobeats artist and this is what and this is what these people decided that they wanted to be doing to be storming in it's just awful um I have one more voice note as well from Diana yeah I feel like there's loads of different like areas that could be held accountable so like the organization people that organize events and decide oh this artist they shouldn't be in the o2 because they're not popular enough but they should be in brixton academy those people they under anticipated how popular this Mm -hmm. guy is and yeah they should have been way more prepared and especially once they found out about what was going on like with with the um venues in Birmingham and how busy they were getting they should have been like okay right we're, we're going to tell Brixton and the other venues across the country that there needs to be um, tight security on the doors we need to make sure that people aren't um, like bombarding the streets potentially I don't really I obviously don't agree with police but like police presence there so that they can move away the queues of people that are outside um and that, that should have been the organisation, um, the organisers and the venue, venue kind of collaborating together. And once they've heard about there's problems in Birmingham, contingency planning, we're deciding that we're going to be safer in London and we're going to be safer in these other areas. But then I do think the main responsibility falls on the people that are stealing, the people that were running in, bombarding in and organising online because they knew that they were going to cause harm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that if you're, like, basic common sense and health, mm-hmm. health and safety knowledge like you know that especially Brixton it's a fucking old building like the yeah. floors aren't made and like, very small everything everything gets checked everything's like renovated at the right time but it's like the building's old why would you want to encourage like, thousands of people to all stampede into one building mm-hmm. like, it makes no sense and it also what really annoys me as well like what I said the other day it's like people a lot of people have disabilities like that can't stand for a long time yeah. and stuff like that and even the people that are seated they'll be queuing outside for a little while they'll be yeah. in the queues waiting to get in with their tickets and i just think it's just bang out of order when there's like there's probably pregnant women in in mm-hmm. like there could, that, there very well could be. that were in the middle of these crowds and it just really annoys me that people are just so selfish that they, they just bombard their way in because there's people that really need to sit there's people that weren't anticipating standing up for that long like it's just it is just such a lack of care that people have for each other and it does really annoy me like i'm i'm very annoyed now even talking about it and hearing about like a member of staff has died like and she was only 23 it's just it's awful it's tragic it really is awful and like i said no one should be fearing for their life when they're when they're on their work shift like for fuck's sake, like she's just working, get it, just, just, she's just working. 
just to ha- just so you know, she's just going to work, her common day at work, 23 years old. This was even probably her part-time job. This could have been like, you know, she's gonna she's gonna have the she has she had her whole life ahead of her and she lost her life at work. Like this this is disgusting. And it's just like yeah, it's just and it's just what what is just such a shame is that who can be held accountable properly because this did not need to happen. This disaster did not need to happen. Um, But yeah, so rest in peace um, to Gabrielle Hutchinson. And again, rest in peace to um, Rebecca. Um, Yeah, it's just tragic. Like you, you know, um, these lives shouldn't have been lost and and as well to also the other the um I think there's some more people some some more people who are still in critical condition who are still in the hospital and just like just we just pray for just we just pray for recovery for them because I'm sorry you guys went out to have a to have a good time or you went out to go to work and it's just a shame that people can't be safe going to a concert. Yeah. Um, okay, and then also, so there's an incident in just outside Birmingham in Solihull recently um, where four boys died after falling through um falling through ice um in a lake in Solihull. Um, which is just like yeah, it's it's very sad. Um, so basically four boys were pulled from the freezing Babs Mill Lake in cardiac arrest on Sunday and taken to hospital where eight year old eight year old Finlay, eleven year old Thomas and ten year old Jack um died a short time later. Six year old Samuel was left fighting for his life, but police confirmed he died on Wednesday. This is like this is devastating. It is it is like such a shame. Um, like so, and like and all of these boys are so so young, mm-hmm. and and it's just like as well. It's just like I I feel like to be honest, I feel like it's it's what's really sad is that we're seeing less and less kind of like advertisements and government warnings just being like, oh don't don't play on ice, don't mm. be standing on ice on large bodies of water like just stuff like that mm-hmm. warnings like that and like, I mean like when we grew up we used to have gr- the green cross code adverts with their little hedgehog crossing the road yeah. telling you how to do it and um True. and even like kind of like they had to have police warnings in the summer being like do not uh, swim in open bodies of water because mm-hmm. in this UK because the place is dirty you don't know what's in there and you could seriously like you know risk your life yeah and i feel like there's been we ha- like suddenly with us having this snow um like there was, there's been no kind of emergency warnings like that and it's just really upsetting because obviously, obviously these boys they you know they, they were out playing and they decided that they wanted to play on the frozen lake you know, like obviously not not the smartest thing to do, but like, hey, they were playing, they were having fun, um, mm. and it's just it's just such a shame that yeah, you know, like, yeah, it is. Um, 
Yeah, so it's just like, rest in peace to those boys. Just like, is yeah, it's just very, it's just very sad. Um, but again, they're, they're children, so you know, and, and I'm sure, like, I'm sure their parents are feeling, of are, are feeling like a type of way themselves about like, oh, we sh- like we should have been there to watch them and whatever. I'm sure they are, but I'm sorry, like, no parents are gonna think when their boys go out, you know, they know that their boys are going out to play. They're not thinking that they're gonna be standing on a la- on a frozen lake, are they? Like, you know, and no. as well, like nobody thinks about what it is to be in ice cold water. Like people just don't mm-hmm. think about it, like what it is. So you just think, oh, if you fall into water, whatever. But like, even in the summertime, if you go into like these large bodies of water, it's like, it's too cold it's still here. still cold, yeah. That's so yeah, true. Cause, like, and, cause, and that's cause like, people will still die from cardiac arrest and from hypothermia from falling into large bodies of water in the summertime. Mm-hmm. It's just in the UK, the water is too cold if you're not geared up for it correctly. Yeah, um, very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, how tragic. It's like a, a community or a road or a town of people has just like lost four children. Like that, that's just mm. awful. Very Yeah. And, and as well, it's like, so and just like a whole news. family, because obviously it was like, yeah, it was two brothers. three brothers and, and one and of three. the, co- and a cousin. Do you oh know what God. I mean? Like that whole yeah. family have, have lost four children and their whole family. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's devastating. Yeah. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. But, yeah. Yeah, so the next one um, is another sad one. So four people um, have died in a migrant boat accident in the English Channel um, and 43 people have been rescued. Um, The small boat capsized off the coast of Kent. um, And yeah, it's just, again, another awful situation. It's one of the busiest shipping lanes in the world. Um, So I'm guessing that it's quite, it must be horrible being on a little boat and, like the the waves and mm. you know everything else and the freezing temperatures again in the water um but the incident triggered an extensive search and rescue operation involving the UK coast guard the UK navy and border force and kent county police um yeah so rest in peace to everyone who passed away and oh, that's hopefully everyone else has been found i'm not 100% sure yeah. Um, oh yeah they've been rescued but um the home of Oh, the Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, said the government would not stop until we've seen progress, until people really? understand that taking the lethal journey is not safe, <sighs> it is not lawful, and it will not lead them to a better life in the UK. There are millions of people around the world who are fleeing conflict and poverty and who seek a better life elsewhere. Our capacity in this country is not infinite. God, I'm just like, no, why? no there's no ever. remorse, <laughs> no nothing. Just oh, p- these people need to understand it's not safe to do the journey. Like these people fucking know it's not safe, but clearly they are, they are fleeing. They're so, they are fleeing. Like clearly for them, it's it was worth it to risk their lives to take this journey than staying yeah. where they were. I just, I just, I'm tired of this government. I'm tired of this fucking stupid woman. So well, I'm yeah. like, I'm tired. Like, how, what, how can you just be so heartless? Horrible. Yeah. 
that you're it's just like, like oh they need to know it's not safe and this is what could happen and we don't they're not going to get a better life here like they're not getting a better life here in the UK because you are purposefully trying to make it difficult and trying to make mm. them have a hard life and an awful horrible life that's what you're trying to do yeah and, just, and as well these people have been displaced a lot of them don't have homes a lot of them aren't living in safe conditions and it it's a human right to be able to seek asylum in another country. We can't ban people from mm. seeking asylum and coming to the country. Literally. Um, and th- just something else out to this. This incident came a day after Prime Minister Rish- Rishi Sunak-, Sunak unveiled a new plan Tuesday in the House of Commons to tackle irregular migration to the UK with new measures intended to stop the boats carrying undocumented migrants across the channel. These people of colour... Are an embarrassment. Mm. They are an <laughs> and embarrassment. That's why Do you know? I'm we, sorry. We're even not with the this, same. <laughs> wasn't wasn't Suella saying something about put, about trying to make this massive tidal wave to push them back? Wasn't it her who said oh that God, analogy? Gosh. I feel like it was, and it's just like even that analogy. That's so that's sinister. Heartless because yeah. Sin- yeah, exactly. Because do not what a wave would do the wave would kill all those people you are saying you would happily just be like yeah have all these people die mm-hmm. before they enter our country because then we, we don't have to deal with them like that's literally what you're saying oh like i just these people are just so evil like they're the day as well that british people, people. The day that we need to seek asylum for whatever happens over here, hopefully that will never happen. But no one's going to take us in because everyone hates mm. us because the Tory government has just burned all out, our, out all of our bridges with any country except the US. But I doubt the US would take us. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, but like even the US are just going backwards themselves. Like I mm. can't. I'm just yeah. Yeah, embarrassing. It's just, it's very, it's devastating. It's really sad. Yeah. Um, I also just wanted to quickly just mention something that we didn't have on the main episode, just about this dickhead Jeremy Clarkson. Um, I don't know what's wrong with this, with this, this man. I this disgusting, like this disgusting being that we want to say is a man. Um. So Jeremy Clarkson wrote an article in response to the Harry and Meghan documentary. Um, very weird, but in there he, this is, and I'm going to quote what he's written. Um, he said, Meghan though is a different story. I hate her. Not like I hate Nicola Sturgeon or Rose West. I hate her on a cellular level. At night, I'm unable to sleep as I lie there grinding my teeth and dreaming of the day when she is made to parade naked through the streets of every town in Britain while the crowds chant shame and throw lumps of excrement at her. What the actual fuck? What the fuck? Like... This is just disgusting. Like, I don't... Like, I'm sorry. And just even to the point, just... 
just the fact that at night he's un- he is losing sleep. He is losing sleep over one woman because he hates her on a cellular level. Like, and even just, just saying like, even the choice of words of a cellular level. So like, even like, they cannot say that this is not racist because he hates her down to her cells, as in down to the molecules and her blood cells that make up her as Meghan Markle. And he hates her down to a cellular level, this woman that he has not met. And for him, and then and then to add a layer of disgusting and creepy pervertedness on there, the fact that he is lying awake at night, he's losing sleep, grinding his teeth, dreaming of the day that she's made to parade naked. Like that is disgusting, it's disgusting, it's perverse. It's like, why are you dreaming? You're dreaming of a woman parading naked and people throwing lumps of shit at her. Like what the actual fuck? Like, like what has gone through his mind? to write that it's so violent it's so disgusting it's so hateful and it's just coming back down to with the with the Harry and Meghan documentary where she, where Meghan said oh they are writing things for people to hate me that this is just proof because not only did okay not only did Jeremy Clarkson write this other people read it over and chose to publish it. What the fuck is? Is there anything more like more to show? Like, and this is a thing. Um, I just feel like like the monarchy maybe could have like I don't know dwindled or stayed afloat by keeping Meghan and Harry on side. But instead they chose to be dragged down to hell with Lizzie. Like they just chose to die with Lizzie. They've chosen this because like, yeah, we're not gonna talk on the last bit of the documentary. This is just literally just a small add on, but like it's disgusting. Jeremy Clarkson then issued, um, well, I am, to be honest, I am not going to call it an apology because it's not. Um, So um, bearing in mind, lots of people condemned everything that Jeremy Clarkson said. His own daughter even wrote a statement condemning what he said. His own daughter is just like, look, do not associate me with this, with this disgusting excuse for a man. Like he may have, he may have helped give me life, but I do not want to be associated with this. But um, anyway, Jeremy Clarkson, he tweeted saying, oh dear, I'd rather put my foot in it. In a column I wrote about Megan, I made a clumsy reference to a scene in Game of Thrones and this has gone down badly with a great many people. I'm horrified to have caused so much hurt and I shall be more careful in future. Like that that isn't an apology. You haven't said sorry. You haven't said like what for. All you've said is that I've put my foot in it. And oh, I'm horrified that I've caused hurt by other people. 
like you haven't said sorry you haven't apologized to megan you don't give a shit but of course you don't give a shit you hate her down to a cellular level so why would you apologize um but yeah this is just like this being is just the fact that he it's just the fact that these white men these white british men they'll always be here it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter what they do they'll still be be here they don't then they don't have to care about being cancelled because why would they get cancelled they can't be cancelled they've been in the industry for all these years you know these fucking dinosaurs like and as well even just the fact that he tried to say oh a clumsy reference in get um to a scene in game of thrones like game of thrones is a very violent program as it is it's very violent um like even george rr R. martin he has written game of thrones highlighting the violence highlighting the misogyny highlighting all these things like it's a very that that you know because of the era that it's kind of set in like it's all of those things why would you refer to that scene but wanting to see megan in that place it's weird it's disgusting and it's very violent because that scene is also extremely violent like anyway um and the whole point and like and like yeah and game of thrones just in general like the whole every every everything in game of thrones is violent <laughs> you know game of thrones has just so many different like different themes when it like coming to um trigger warning rape uh, you know, all and so many violence, rape, all of these things, like, regardless. So why is this what you dream to see Megan in? It's disgusting. Jeremy Clarkson, another dinosaur who needs to be, he needs to fuck off. Just get rid of all of these Jeremys and Jimmys, all of them, you know, like all of them, get rid of them because clearly, clearly they're all fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say that. Um, and yeah, I do think um, uh, I was watching a video by Sideman, Sideman um, David Whiteley, sorry, who he was talking about the Jeremy Clarkson thing saying, to be honest, the police should, the Met police should keep an eye on him and get involved because this is a very violent and weird individual to, to be able to write this about someone you don't even fucking know it is very violent it is very disgusting and it's very it's very concerning it is um anyway that's all i've got to say on that and yeah back to the rest of the episode okay so um you might have heard uh, before we've mentioned a woman called zara alina was murdered by a man called Jordan McSweeney in East London earlier this year. Um, Mm -hmm. And now there's video footage out um, of him kind of, him basically on the night that he killed her, he was kicked out of a pub um, because he Mm. was sexually harassing a bar, um, someone who worked at the bar. He was kicked out of the pub and then he was walking around the streets looking for women, following women, looking for someone to attack. And, the videos were shown in court and he's now been sentenced to life in prison um but these videos are awful like i watched them and i was just thinking he just looked he looked weird and he looked off his head but if i was walking down the street i wouldn't have really done anything different like the way mm-hmm. like he was following people but like some of the women started to run when he was following them but then yeah. there's also video footage of a woman walking really quickly and him walking behind her really quickly two men on the other side of the road looking over 
and then continuing walking like they didn't do anything um and that that's awful yeah yeah so awful um and she was murdered on someone's front garden and her body was left on someone's front garden so it was on oh like a main God. road so he did it in like public in front of people um at 2:45 a.m. um yeah which is just heartbreaking but her family are now um they're calling for action to end violence against women which is necessary mm. because like how many times do I have to talk to people about like just people being scared how many times do I have to text my friends saying mm. I'm home safely and all of us doing it like it's just yeah. like when when are things just gonna be a bit easier for women being able to be out in the dark on their own or even out in the daytime on their own it's just like constant harassment all the time it's just like it's really sad and what what's also sad is that I'm sorry that that pub that kicked him out they should have just yeah. called the police like Why if, you're, they do if anything? you're kicking if you're kicking people out for being weird and disorderly just call the police like because then yeah he got kicked out and then was harassing women on the street and and I even like I mentioned this to Diana the other day when she when we were talking about the story and um yeah like what what like about there there was a time I don't know if you guys remember if you guys have listened back that far I'm not sure what episode it was but I read out a tweet a thread or a reddit a reddit thread and basically a man was there saying about how he enjoyed the thrill of making women scared yeah and he would what he would do he would just follow women on the street and then walk up a bit quicker behind them to make them scared and how that would just give him this adrenaline rush and he was like oh no but i'm not going to hurt her i'm not going to do things but then it's just like hold on no like that's how it starts you've started with the Mm. whole with the adrenaline rush of just just walking up behind them but when that's when what, what about when that isn't enough for you then what are you going to tap them yeah. on the shoulder? Then when that when what about when that's not enough of you? It's true. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like there's there's creeps out there. There's creeps out there. Like it's terrifying. Yeah. And even the other day when this came out in the news, I was talking to my colleagues because it was on the same day that we had our Christmas like party, and I was talking to my colleagues like all girls, and we were talking about things we carry in our bags. And you know, we, you and I we had a conversation about carrying a fork because it's like, <laughs> oh, this is a household item; it should be fine. And if something happens, I can use a fork. And you were like, no, you'd have to stab them in the eye or like in the neck or whatever yeah. to actually do some damage. Like, and- not even the neck; just it has to be in the eye yeah like that's that's the only place it's the only soft space that you can stab someone with a fork and then as well you need so much pressure to do it like I think like we've just been so watching too many action films (laughs) where they make everything look so easy and but like the amount of force you need and strength you need and like when you're panicked and start panicked and Mm -hmm. startled will you have the strength to be able to jab a fork anywhere and to even be thinking about, or Probably to even not. be thinking about getting the fork like yeah you know this yeah like like i was really sorry to be bursting your bubble but in I my know, head I'm just, I'm just yeah i'm so sorry but in my, in my head i'm just like look really sit diana like i don't know if that's going to help you and like let's let's try and find ways that you can actually keep safe properly because yeah. i'm just i just i feel like we just yeah but no, what my cousin bought has bought pepper spray, you know. 
Yeah, I don't know how because that's so, a, like it's illegal. On Amazon. If you're found with pepper spray in the UK, then you, you can get arrested. So is it? That's something I'd avoid. <laughs> but like the girls, <laughs> the girls that I was talking to, they were talking about things that they carry, and I was like, shit, we all carry something that could be a potential mm. weapon and like someone was like I carry scissors I don't I should someone else <laughs> said that they carry hairspray that they can like spray in their eyes and I was like that's mm. quite a good idea and I realised I've got my EpiPens so they could potentially do some jam- damage if I put like adrenaline in someone <laughs> I, don't, I don't know but if you're putting adrenaline in there that's not helpful to you you're but then they them might adrenaline. have a fit they might have have a fit or something adrenaline doesn't give you fits so what does, does it, it do I've never even adrenaline okay um, so sorry because I've done the research yeah I'm going to just give you a bit yeah. of um, information about um, epinephrine um, so basically um <laughs> So epinephrine is a type of is a type of drug. It's adrenaline, basically. Yeah. And when you go into anaphylactic shock, your whole body is in shock. So mm. you know, like when you're running and you get adrenaline, and it gives you that extra spurge of energy to be able to get to yeah. the end of the race. So basically, that's what the epinephrine, um, the adrenaline jab, is for. Mm. Basically, when you jab yourself and you get hit with a shot of adrenaline, that's it's giving your body some extra energy to come out of that shock because your body is shocked with, from the allergy, from the allergy that's fighting your body and is trying to shut mm. your body down. The, the adrenaline helps shock your body to bring you back out of that yeah. kind of state of it shutting itself down. So that's mm. what adrenaline does. Um, Interesting. So is it a lifesaver then, an EpiPen? Is that all you yes. need to tackle it's an allergic life- reaction? It's, it's a lifesaver, basically. So it's not for allergic reactions. It's for anaphylactic, anaphylactic shock. Shocks, because yeah. when you're in anaphylactic shock, your body is shutting itself down. Mm-hmm. So you know when it says about one of the symptoms is an impending sense of doom? Like yes. literally, your body's trying to Can shut relate. itself down. So yeah. basically... The adrenaline shocks your body to get it out of that shock. Mm. You still need to go to the hospital because the hospital need to monitor you and to make mm. sure that you have enough dosage. And that's why they tell you to carry around too if you need an extra dose of it. Um, yeah. If you kind of go back into shock and just to keep you out of that state. Um, so mm. yeah, so that's what that's what adrenaline does and if you think about it so like people there's there's been known it's been known um more so in like america and that that people will steal epipens because um and especially a lot of kind of like um people who are like on steroids and stuff like that Mm. they'll steal epipens for the adrenaline boost so yeah jesus christ while like obviously epipen yeah you're you're stabbing someone who just give them a sharp pain yeah, but however, shot in someone with adrenaline. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe mm. isn't like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I need something else then. I've got my rape alarm. Um, yeah, I've got my rape alarm, but we'll see. Yeah. Because yeah, like, that's the thing, I guess, like with, with, a, with a rape alarm, because it's causing noise and commotion to like mm. a web make people aware. That, like, yeah, that, you're that's, not safe. The rape alarm more likely is going to scare them off. Because yeah. it's like, what is this loud noise? And they don't want attention mm-hmm. brought to them. Um, so that's the whole thing with rape alarm. But the thing is, I'm sorry, just we shouldn't have to carry shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's it. true. We shouldn't have to carry anything. Yeah, yeah, it's um, really true. And like women should allow to be safe. And I'm sorry, like that bullshit thing that they told us after Sarah Everard was murdered. There was, you know the, the advice that they gave us? Oh yeah, go to a bus stop. Go to, go up to someone's house. 
Look, those things aren't helping anyone. Like, can you put some things in place? Can you tell us what we are allowed to carry around? Can you actually give us some actual self-defense and some advice? Yeah. Because I'm sorry, you guys aren't helping and you guys aren't getting these predators off the street. You're not doing it. I honestly do think if they legalize pepper spray, like obviously this is based on no evidence, but it would do more good than harm because I know there'd be the fear that, oh, like teenagers will get their hands on it and like blah, 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 Mm. blah. But at the same time, it's like so many of us face violence from men every single day. Like if I'm in a club and I've been in a club where people have grabbed my arm or pulled my hair, it's like sometimes maybe let's scare some people let's scare them Mm. but then at the same time in a club it's a bit it's a bit inappropriate but like I don't know so is being touched up in a club (laughs) I don't know it's it's a hard one because it's like the whole thing with um, let's say people say oh say if you've got an intruder in your house Mm. you can you can you can boil the kettle and throw hot water on them Mm. but you can't but if you put sugar in that hot water that's a lethal weapon and that's where you can get, um, that's where you can be arrested because yeah. the sugar will actually and cause physical physical harm, bodily yeah. harm, you know? And it's just like, it's like stuff like that. So, and I feel like as well, when it, I don't know, it's kind of like the thing of like, say with legalizing things, people get their hands on things and misuse it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like there must I don't know There must be ways Where they can have like Non-lethal things That people can Yeah have That's not just a rape alarm You mm-hmm. know Yeah it's true But I, I don't know Because as well Because I haven't done No research into pepper spray um, So I don't know Why it is illegal Here in the UK mm. um, But I feel I But I feel like if you're going to, if if a woman is going to spray someone with pepper spray and run off, I, I highly doubt that that guy is going to the police to report it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be telling them why they got pepper spray, why yeah, they got sprayed. But then, you know what the problem, I just realised the problem might be is that the perpetrators will start carrying pepper spray to yeah, and that's attack another their victims. Thing. Yeah, oh, and that's another God. thing. Like, it just comes around in a circle. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, and then it would be like, oh yeah, but it's legal. But it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. But anyway, um, um, rest in peace, Zara. Yeah, um, rest in peace, Zara. Tragic. It's like really sad. Okay, last news story. We promise. Um, and this is just a weird one because I just yeah, you've got you've got an article up, don't you? Yeah, so it yeah, is a weird cool. one. Um, the UK will build its first new coal mine for three decades in Cumbria, despite object- objections locally across the UK and from around the world. Michael Gove, the Levin Up Secretary, gave the green light for the project on Wednesday, paving the way for an estimated investment of £165 million that will create about 500 new jobs in the region and produce 2.8 million tonnes of coking coking coal I don't know these coal words but coking yeah, that's coal the, a year. that's the coal element isn't it I think I before it gets turned into coal that's me bringing up my um what is it chemistry. what geography oh geography geography <laughs> chemistry I don't know whatever whatever we learnt that in in primary school or primary secondary Jeez. school I don't know I feel like primary school but I feel like secondary school because we used to learn about fossil fuels in it that's science right <laughs> 
yeah. Honestly, From I don't science. know. Science. I really I think that know. was secondary school, actually. <laughs> but yeah, like everyone's like, what's the point? Like, what what is the point of this? What's yeah? Like when when they've been told that it is going to cause so much greenhouse gas. Um, I feel it's like just, it's very weird. It's a very weird thing. Yeah. And it's what and it's weird in the fact that okay, so this it's been three decades, so thirty years we haven't had any mm-hmm. new coal mines. A lot of the coal mines were being scrapped and closed down. Mm-hmm. And it's weird that they're opening a new one when we're trying to women we're meant to be trying to get to net zero. Like, how does that make any sense? Yeah. <laughs> It makes no sense. And, and as well, even you even said about even the steel industry have been moving away from coal and trying to use coal to, to try yeah. and use renewable sources as well. So like, the like basically they're talking about all the jobs and whatever, and they're putting all this money into it. But it just sounds like a waste of money to me because the jobs the jobs aren't longevity jobs because when we're trying to kind of move towards renewable energy at some point this coal mine is going to be shut down so this isn't this isn't keeping people in a job for life this isn't keeping jobs that can be turning out people for the next 50 to 80 100 years it's not keeping these jobs viable they're they're not they're not viable jobs so the mm-hmm. investment just sounds like it's a bit of a waste of money and maybe this money should be invested in either renewable energy or maybe into the NHS. Like Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just a weird thing to do. Like, like are we going odd. back into the into the industrial revolution we're going back into victorian times like what yeah. what is it doesn't make no sense it's very weird um yeah yeah i'm confused yeah oh, well this mess of a country so they're our updates still this a mess. Week. and they're yeah. still messing up everything but yeah mess that's again. that's all our news today guys yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um okay so i've um Sorry, hang on. Um, yeah, so I just, I want, I, I've been speaking to you about this like every now and then anyway, mm-hmm. but, so I thought I'd bring it to the podcast. Um, so obviously I've been dating, like been dating around, continuing my dating ventures and mm-hmm. um, been using Hinge and stuff. And it's been, it's actually not been successful, but like I've, I've been on interesting dates this year. I've met interesting people, but the past month mm. has not been, has not been great. Like um, text me when your period is over. Yeah. <laughs> like what was the other guy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> beg you and block me. <laughs> was that from Hinge? Oh, that Jesus. was from Hinge. Yeah. Everyone was from Hinge for me. Yeah. Oh my I've, God. I've had, I've it's had, weird. I went on, I went on one date that wasn't on from Hinge. And that guy oh, just you? was a bit. Yeah, that guy was a bit boring. <laughs> um, he he was the one who his yeah. face didn't move, and he had no facial his expression. His face didn't move. Yeah, he I just had no facial him. expression. Like you definitely do. He had no facial expression, and he used to laugh, and it would remi- it reminded me of when um, Mo the comedian does the road man. <laughs> <laughs> was he a road man though? No, he wasn't a remote a roadman. Like he drove a Mercedes, he had a good job, like all of those mm. things. But he's just 
he had no facial expressions. Like he'll be laughing, but laughing like, <laughs> and like That's his scary. mouth is not moving, and it's his kind of like, open. are you not gonna smile? <laughs> and it's like, do you not know how to smile? And your mouth doesn't move. And and he said that like, oh, people have said that to him before, and he would just laugh it off. And I'm just like, no, yeah, but for me, it's. Like and I basically I said like to be honest like, I was just like to be honest I just I don't think this is gonna work and he was just like why do you not think I'm attractive and it's like no I find oh, you God. are attractive but you have no facial expression and I'm I'm busting a lot of joke and you are laughing and telling me I'm funny <laughs> but I can't tell that by your facial expression like it's off putting and then mm. he was there telling me that was an excuse and I was like. Mm. An Sorry. excuse. It's like, well, yeah, I'm allowed to have an excuse to not want to go on a date again. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm I'm allowed like that how many chances do you think you get? But to be honest, that's that's a valid reason. Like I feel like I feel like that was valid. And when I've spoken to it about people like I'm sorry, it's valid. Like for me, I like to bounce off people. And it was off-putting that your mouth don't move. Yeah, it's part of body language. Like, if you want to yeah. be with someone that's got normal body language, then that's fine. Like, <laughs> see, oh, and we even getting onto the high standards kind of thing, like the standards, you know? Like, yeah. I, I'm allowed to want to date someone who has facial expressions. Um, <laughs> who opens his mouth when he laughs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Um, but yeah, just generally, so like, this year I've dated a range of people like I've dated some people who will pay to pick me up they'll, they'll mm-hmm. get me an Uber get me a car to pick me up and take me on a date and then drop me back in an Uber um, I've had people that don't do that and they <laughs> they don't text me or text me when you get home they don't tell oh, me I've text, had tell me to text them when they get home the opposite and yeah don't do anything <laughs> And I've had I've had people that are like um, in not even in the middle, but it's like you meet them at the date, you meet them at the mm. location, and then you go home your separate ways, or you might travel like a bit the same way, and then like go to separate ways. But th- this kind of conversation came up for me about standards when I went on a date with someone like a few weeks ago, and he. Like we basically were gonna go for a drink, and I was at work mm-hmm. in the day, and he does like freelance stuff. So he was he wasn't working that day. He was just like going to the gym, doing bits, doing bobs, and then he texts me saying, "Oh, I just realised we can't book a table for the the bar I want to go to." And I was I, I told him prior to that, considering it's winter, it's cold, and everything, mm-hmm. I've just said, "Well, as long as we're not outside." Um, walking around like aimlessly I'll be fine like can you like is there any way that you can book a table and then this was me while I was at work I was in the office and then like he came back to me like half an hour later like yeah I called them and I booked it I was thinking what was your excuse then initially like why are you being negative and why are you telling me that you can't book like I don't know you this is our first date and why are you like putting bad image of yourself in my brain and why don't you just find somewhere else yeah like it was a bar it wasn't like it was something really niche like there's a hundred million bars in London like I, I didn't understand it bar, usually you can just go to a bar if you're just gonna sit by the bar as well exactly but um, <laughs> yeah weird I'm sorry Diana's face is then was very much like duh like get yeah that's what I mean <laughs> like the, face, the face was just like thank you <laughs> that's what I'm saying um 
so then he managed to book it and then as I was on my way there after work he texted me and said oh the only uh, I didn't realise that the table that we booked is outside and we had a heater I was like right okay right. I, I, I said you didn't want to be outside got, but okay <laughs> yeah I've already said I don't like being outside in the winter but fine um, so I kind of arrived and I just thought this probably isn't going to go well the way that he's been a bit like odd to begin with like or at least the lack of effort to begin with um pissed me off a little bit so I got there um and also considering that he hadn't been working all day and this place that we were going to for drinks was in East London and he lives in East London and um I kind of said let's do something like a bit more central so yeah. that I can get there from work and you can get there easy from home. And then he booked somewhere in East London, which fine, whatever. It wasn't too hard for me to get to, but it wasn't central. <sighs> like it was still close to him. Mm. Um, so then and I got there. And that's still like, that's just a bit inconsiderate, especially when you've, you've mentioned. Yeah. And I've been working. And, and you, you said you didn't want to hour. be in East London. Yeah. And literally. Like, so, so, on this day the conversation was a bit dry like I I was asking a lot more questions and I was like this isn't me like I'm not chatty I am chatty but I'm not I don't want to be chatty on a date like this that I want it to be like a two-way thing both asking questions and I was asking a bit more and then we ended up getting inside after a while hustled our way inside which is also something I don't really want to be doing on a first date and then on first dates as well I I think if you've invited me out, then I like you paying. And it, like he paid. You didn't pay. For, I paid for a round of drinks, which isn't. I'm sorry. Bad, are you at the pub with? No, no, no. But are you at the I pub mean. with your work? Are you at? Are you on a work outing at the pub? About exactly. rounds. I know. You're I on know. a date. I know. That's what I mean. It, like for me, it wasn't awful. Like that, I had to pay. I wasn't like, oh, for fuck's sake. But I was a bit like, hmm odd like this isn't romantic at all this isn't romantic in the slightest like I feel like I'm just no, catching up with a friend look, I, I feel like it's odd and okay this is me I don't ugh, I don't want anyone to come for me mm. and the person I'm dating I don't want them to come for me either but like basically <laughs> like we, we even now I've been dating this person for some time and even now like we'll go on a date and if it's like that he's taken me out he'll pay for everything on the date yeah kind yeah. of thing like and that's even now and like yeah. say if it's say if it's that okay I want to say if it's like that I've I've decided let's go out or like yeah. we're just going kind of like Nando's or something and I've decided I'm going to pay then mm-hmm. I'll pay for everything kind of thing but yeah. say if yeah. we're going on a date he'll even now he'll still pay for everything like I won't like it won't be that I have to pay for a round of drinks like maybe we'll yeah. go out and I and I'll decide or I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy the drinks today mm-hmm. but yeah then, but then still but then like we went to NQ64 and mm. um and so I paid for our drinks and then he paid for all of the tokens for the games do you know what I mean yeah but like yeah. also but then I've been dating this person for how many months <laughs> not on mm-hmm. a first date mm. No. Yeah, it's true. And it's like, you're meant to be impressing me and you're just not. 
Um, and then, mm. yeah, essentially, I probably left at about quarter to 10 and we both went back to the station together. And I was like, shit, I've ate no food. Like, you haven't bought me any food. Like, I didn't say that to him, but I was like, oh, I've had no food. I better leave. And then he left mm. with me and he was like suggesting, oh, there's a McDonald's there. There's a KFC. I'm vegan. Like, first of all, I'm vegan. Yeah, there's options there. Second of all, I'm on a date. I'm not going to McDonald's on, my, on a first date. Literally. Like, and then we got on the tube together and we were going the same way. And um, he he said something to me like, oh, I get home earlier than you. Like we were kind of <laughs> estimating our journeys home. And he was like, I'll get home earlier than you. Bearing in mind, I'd had about four drinks, like four gin and tonics. Oh, and gosh. I was a bit tipsy. And it was like approaching like half 10. I should have left earlier really, but I was drunk and I just wasn't even thinking. And then yeah. um, I was, when I got home, like he texted me about something and then that was it. We didn't talk. We haven't spoke since. But I just looking at it it's like I actually I things that I think are high standards I used to think are high standards actually aren't it's like I I think now I kind of expect I expect for someone to pay on the first date if you're taking me mm-hmm. out I expect you to pay or if you're taking me out on a date in general I expect you to pay I also expect you to ensure that I get home safely so maybe not I do find it chivalrous and nice and romantic and a preference if someone picks me up but I realise we're in a city not everyone drives like sometimes you have to compromise and meet somewhere mm-hmm. but like getting me home is like if you've just if I've drank four drinks and you're kind of like part of the reason why I've done that because I've gone on a date with you make sure I get home safely either come home with me like take me Mm -hmm. home or pay for me to go home safely like pay for an Uber because like Mm -hmm. I, I think in my head there's there's something in me that thinks you're having too high standards if you expect yeah. someone to take you in an uber home yeah but at the same time we had the debate about this yeah and yeah but yeah anyway carry, carry on you carry on and i'll ch- chat think, about our debate <laughs> at the same time like what i was just talking about with that zara girl who who was murdered walking home at night time i kind of just think men like if you're a gentleman and if you're chivalrous you'll think oh actually I want this person to get home safely I want to give them a good first impression at mm. least like I and when you know that women are getting killed up and down London by men why 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 would you not want me to get home safely like yeah. if you're willing to take me on a date why would you not want me to get home safely and it's just one of those things I'm trying to like like navigate how I approach people like how I how I tell mm. men I want you to make sure I get home safely yeah. without it sounding demanding or bossy um, yeah and yeah so, it's just it's weird it's very especially when my standards are high already because well not but high the, but okay. my, my so, standard is there already yeah so okay so this is yeah. what and this is what me and Diana de- debated about because Diana was saying to me oh my standards are so high and I feel like this is too high of a standard to have yeah to which I to which I said to her why are your standards high? Why, like, mm-hmm. why, why do we need to define your standards as high when these standards would just be every day for other girls? Yeah. Why does it have to be high for you? If you want someone, if you want someone to get you an Uber and to pick you up and to take you home, like, that's not you don't have. That's not too much to ask for. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing is, is that someone could even order an Uber and add the stop for you to get home first. 
and then True. they'll carry on in the Uber. Yeah. Like that is also a possibility. Like, th- like there's ways that it can be done. And but why is it that you believe that this is a high? This is you being having ha- too high of a standard because mm. at the end of the day, like you have your reasons as to why you want to get home safely, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is okay. You don't need to be yeah. feeling like you've got too high standards because you want someone to order you, you an Uber home. Like it's not. Yeah, like, yeah. Because at, at the end of the day, there's men who will do it. Also, as well, I don't think it's like too high of a standard when women say that okay, they want men to pick them up and drop them off, or they want men to drive or whatever. Like to be honest, I don't think it's too high of a standard. I feel like sometimes I feel like don't get me wrong. I feel like there are women who can be inconsiderate and a bit mm-hmm. overbearing with the whole thing of like, oh, my man needs to do this. He needs to drive. He needs to have this. He needs to have money and he needs to buy me bags and he needs to do this. Yeah. I do, okay. Sometimes, yeah, I feel like, okay, that can be a bit inconsiderate. It can be a bit like overbearing and a bit too much. But then as well, when, when you have women who say they drive themselves and say mm. they are just asking they are just asking their partner to meet them on the same level. Mm-hmm. Like then, I to be honest, I don't see a problem with that. If the, and if they if 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 as a woman they are a woman who likes to just drive everywhere. Mm-hmm. So so when it's like going on a date, they want their man to pick them up and drive everywhere. Okay, fair mm. enough. Because you dri- you yourself will drive everywhere and go get your parking tickets and all of that. Um, yeah. Sorry, that's me being a bit shady, but um, <laughs> <laughs> and all of that. So they just want, yeah, they just want the man to, to go and do that. Mm-hmm. Right, like for me, because it's like, okay, look, I don't mind getting on the tube, all of that. Um, like I do drive, um, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'm happy to meet someone at the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but then it would be like, it would be nice if you either come with me all the way home to make sure that I'm home mm. or that you can order me an Uber all the way home or we both get an Uber all the way back to mine and then you can go on your way in that mm. same Uber. Like those are things where it's just like, it's not, it's actually not too much to ask. And people yeah. and girls and women are out there asking for these things and they will say, they will say, oh, are you ordering me an Uber? Mm-hmm. I would prefer it if you ordered me an Uber there and back home. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, yeah. it's not asking too much because and they're asking you. And yeah. if they want to change the mind, and just to be honest, if that man decides, actually, I don't want to do that and they change their mind, then know what? Fair enough. You're allowed, like, men can change their mind too. If they don't want to mm-hmm. do that, fine. But if they also don't want to do that, then plan dates in the daytime then. Yeah. Stop planning <laughs> dates at nighttime. So fine. So it's like true. we can both get the tube. We can both leave at a reasonable reasonable time when it's still light outside. Look, at the end of the day, it's winter now. So we need to be having a date at twelve. That's going to end at two. Yeah. The end. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's it's it. true. So like yeah. literally just, and I don't think it's not having high high standards. And I feel like why are we calling things that things that we want for ourselves and what mm-hmm. we would actually desire in a partner why are we calling those things high standards and as well these things back in our parents days of dating mm-hmm. grandparents days of dating these things aren't high standards it's like the yeah. man will pick the woman up from their door and that maybe I, I think I'm traditional in that sense I like to be courted I like mm-hmm. I like to know that you actually want to date me and you're putting effort into like the dates like mm-hmm. I don't 
like I, I just think that's bare minimum really that you're you're putting your effort into making the date nice if you want to take me out that's what you should do like mm-hmm. and then I'll do that back like I'm very giving and clients like when I really like someone I will buy you gifts I'll do this I'll do yeah. that but like at the beginning you're meant but to be like, trying to impress me yeah like, you traditional. haven't got to the point you haven't got to the point where you can do those things to yeah, for them to exactly. see that you're that type of person and I just feel like it's a shame when like men just want to judge from off the bat and be like oh she's asking for this and all of this stuff oh she's this she's that and it's just like hold on actually yes actually yes I am that I am all of those things <laughs> <laughs> like just sometimes I just think no what yeah let's claim those things in because it, yeah. if that's if that's your attitude to it maybe that's not a person that you want to be dating because yeah, one they're not considerate two they want to be stingy three they don't they're not thinking about your safety they're not thinking about yeah, how you're getting yeah. there and back they're not you know like they're not thinking about those things because even to the point like so <laughs> The guy that I was meant to go on a date with who was like, beg you and block me. Cause like yeah. he was there boasting and going all about how, yeah, I always send Ubers for my dates and all of this stuff. He was mm. there going on like that. And yeah, we're gonna go somewhere expensive, blah, blah, blah. Like he was saying all of these things, yeah. <laughs> but this guy couldn't give me a time and place that I was meant to meet, be meeting him. So I was just like, look, look, you've been talking all this, you've been talking, talking all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not even sure if I'm that attracted to you anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, And you're talking all this chat. You haven't told me when you're meeting and now you're trying to get into an argument with me. Yeah. And it's just like, actually <laughs> block. Like you're not, you're saying a lot of things and I'm not seeing you do anything. So mm-hmm. like, while that would have been really nice if he did send me Uber door, door to door, that would have been lovely. It would have been lovely to go to the shard, whatever. That would have been nice. Mm. However, it was a lot of talking and I didn't see nothing happen. So it's just like, no, what? fine, I'm blocking you. And like, I don't, <laughs> why am I waiting around for someone I'm not that attracted to, to try and prove something to me? Like, yeah, it's you should true. have done already proved it to me. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the thing is, as well, when you have standards like this, yeah, it, it might not be a high standard, but it's a different standard because I think a lot of girls are dating and this isn't a requirement for them. They're, they're mm. happy to go to a date and, you know, pay rounds of drinks, whatever. Like, some <laughs> girls are happy to do that, which is fine. Sorry. But, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> They are. It was the way you said it. Some people are are happy to go on a date and um, pay rounds of drinks. Like, (laughs) fuck's sake. Some people, that's that's like normal dating culture for some people. Like, I know some of my white friends, that's what they do. They'll go to the pub on on a first date. And that's not even me being shady. Like, pe- that's people's preferences. For me, I yeah. like to be. I like to be treated. Like, I like to be. But to I be like honest, for me, because like, <laughs> I, like, because I personally don't like the pub. A lot of people do like the pub. So fair yeah, enough. exactly. Some people, the pub is like an a like fun place to go. You can have yeah. your drinks. You have some food that you like. Whatever. Um, but yeah, my point there is that like, when you have different standards to a lot of the dating pool in like your city or your area, then the the pool narrows and it's like but the, so the now thing I've got is, a Diana, narrower pool. The thing is though, <laughs> yeah. I don't think your standards are different to your dating pool. Because let's think? talk about culturally, your mm. standards aren't different to your dating pool. Because like, because culturally, I think what it is, is that say if depending depending on who you're dating, mm. because like at the end of the day, 
Okay, cool. So say if you were dating someone who, for example, may be white and they want to go to the pub. Like, but yeah. if that's not your type of date, you'd be like, to be honest, I don't want to go to the pub. And yeah. then you can establish what you want. From that mm-hmm. interaction, you guys will know if you guys are compatible or not. Do you know what I mean? Very true. But yeah. from your dating pool... And where you'd like to go, what you'd like to do, and say even like culturally, say if, say if, for example, now you're dating a black person, and mm. with a lot of black women, especially kind of the, which is what is pushed around social media at this mm. time, it's all of these quote unquote high standards. Which, <laughs> to be honest, a lot of the time, a lot of the things are it's a lot of the like the unreasonable and a lot of random yeah. shit that yeah. people are for my nails, asking for my hair, for. pay for everything all at once literally <laughs> so when it comes to that no actually you should be a breath of fresh air because all you're asking is someone make sure that you get home safe like do you True. know what I mean so, so this is the, so this is the thing like I just and I, then you get so say safe as well in that scenario you're dating a black man who thinks you personally your standards are too high mm. well I'm sorry this black man this person may be a bum because he thinks that that is too much for a woman to be asking for. Like maybe this black man doesn't know how to treat women. Maybe this black man is used to treating women like the man damn and being like, oh yeah, get yourself home then. Mm. Independent woman and all of that. You know, like there Mm -hmm. might be like that. And then that's how you know that that person isn't for you. Like, it's not having a high standard from the get-go in the conversation when you're talking about going on a date and being like, oh, could you pick me up? When they say, oh, I don't have a car or whatever, or, oh, I'm going to be drinking, they'll be like, oh, could you send an Uber for me? You know, like, that's not... That is such a hard question for me. I just feel so cheeky. But then it's just like, but then why? You're just, you're asking <laughs> Then I won't like, get what I... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then it's like, but why? And Or if it is that you'd prefer... So to be honest, for me... Mm. personally so I'm not really a person for like people to pick me up I don't because one I don't want people to know where I live straight Mm -hmm. away especially on the first night I date I don't want people to have kind of like where I live my area kind of thing yeah um so for me like going to a date I'd rather go to a date and meet someone there but Mm -hmm. if it is that I want I don't want to travel back by myself or I want them to get me an uber like I feel like once you've kind of got to know someone and stuff like that you shouldn't feel to like oh would you be able to get an uber for me like you don't want to feel so too uncomfortable and if you are feeling uncomfortable to do that then i guess you know that you don't want to see that person again do you know what i mean yeah because like you'd like on because on the first day i'm kind of like "Mm," or like as well even to the point like yeah i might i might kind of schedule dates that first dates that i'll closer to where I live and mm-hmm. um, get other people to travel because it's like you know what actually I want to know that I can that I can buy my own Uber home and it's not gonna yeah. you know if I if I need to and even like that in a in a sense might even be an like an idea just so then you don't feel like you're too far away like say say if you were just to schedule dates that mainly more so we're in London Bridge so it's close for mm. you to get home and mm-hmm. stuff like that so then say if you so say if it gets to the point where you don't really want to ask them at least you know that it's you're not too far on the tube from where you live and, yeah. and if you need to get an Uber from the tube station like you can just get get mm-hmm. your Uber from the tube station yeah um, 
but I feel like you shouldn't feel like you've got too high standards asking for someone to get you home safely. If that's what yeah, you want from yeah. someone, if you want someone to pay for an Uber for you, you should you should be allowed. And some people just haven't done those things for people before. Yeah. Which is yeah. weird. Because like, to be honest, even myself, like I forget Uber exists all the time. Like. <laughs> I forget it's a thing and it's just like, oh shit, yeah, I can get an Uber to this place. Oh, mm. I, f- I forgot. Like, you know, and yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. Dating, dating is weird. Dating is. It is. And it's just but like a I lot just of feel effort like as well. It is so much effort. I feel like it's such a shame though that say you're asking for the bare minimum and now it's seen as a high standard I know when things have just maybe changed maybe it's just the bare minimum maybe it's just mm. that this is what you want from someone and and as well and maybe we need to take a leaf out of the girls book you know that are asking <laughs> for everything and be like actually yeah. Just one leaf. If, if 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 you can't get me a lift home, fine. I'll date someone who can. Like, do you know what I mean? That's the thing, because it's like if someone's not willing to do the like small things at the beginning, yeah. then you're not compatible anyway. And I've done yeah. redone my love language test, and my first Has is quality time. Again? My second is acts of service. So I I like when I'm taken care of or I'm taken care mm-hmm. for, like because. To be, to be fair, I've realised I am pretty independent. Like, I'll go out, I'll do all my food shopping by myself and be lugging these bags around. I'll be carrying it in myself, unloading it all myself. I'll then be doing all the bins myself. And I know that's, like, just adult adulting. Do you know what I mean? But at the yeah. same time, it's, it's like, good, yeah. how nice is it when someone does things with you or for you and, like, helps yeah, you? And they care, they care about your health, they care about your safety, and mm-hmm. they, like, pick you up, like like not not physically pick you up but like they just make things a bit lighter mm-hmm. and easier for you like that yeah. is so nice and I've realised that that is really important to me um, so I guess this dating stuff like I am learning things through it because I've realised yeah. that that is really important to me um, and as well everything's a learning curve and to be honest sometimes yeah. you need to meet some of these weirdos and these dogs yeah. to be like actually I don't want that and as well even like to just to just recognise that you know because like that date mm-hmm. that you just described that person was clearly just a bit immature like that person just clearly wasn't on yeah. the same level that you are on at this moment in time mm. and then and for you it's just like actually like this we're not compatible and as well it's good when you have these dates because as well you start to recognise recognise these signs earlier and then yeah, you can just decide true. not to go on a date with these people because there's been so many times when like I've recognised certain things just from messaging and then I can just mm-hmm. end the conversation from early before I've even gone to meet them yeah. and yeah. you only get that experience from actually going on dates with people and then understanding actually the type of person that you want to be around and the type yeah, of people that you don't care to be around <laughs> kind of thing yeah and I've even learnt from this like I'm like I've had to do some rejecting recently and yeah. I don't I think I've said it on the podcast like my form of rejection would normally be just to air people but now I'm actually verbalizing when I need mm-hmm. to reject someone I'm saying it to them so yeah I'm learning a lot um hopefully 2023 I have mm-hmm. some fun dating stories yeah <laughs> but I mean yeah, it'll come it'll yeah. come it takes time um yeah yeah hopefully 2023 I'll have a boo Mm. yeah hopefully Mm. I think you will you think so okay yeah 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like dating is difficult. It's long. It's it's hard. Yes. Time it's consuming. Yeah, it is time consuming. But I think like, and that's the thing, because I think at first with dating, you don't even think about rejection. You don't even think about, mm-hmm. like, you, like the only people you think about rejecting are the weirdos. But yeah. like all the time, and because we've grown up being told, oh, give people a chance and, oh, <laughs> don't, ha- and again, with the high standards, yeah, lower yeah. your standards a bit. We're taught that. Like, this is the thing. Like, women have been taught to, to take the bare minimum from men for so long. And then now, yeah. now that women are asking for the whole fucking world, like now it's an issue for these men. Yeah, 100%. And, it's like, um, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it's just getting to the point where actually like, I, like, you know, and it's again with that stupid conversation about what do you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. It's like, actually, like I bring so much to the table and I already I know, know that. So why you am I, just, why am mm. I diminishing myself because your table isn't big enough. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. And like girls are groomed to think about relationships, marriage, um, a yes. partner from early. And also part yes. of that is bending over backwards to try and make things work and, and this, ride or yes. die shit. Whereas men, the it's thing. the other way around. It's like, they're not really, they're groomed to know that there are a lot of options out there. They're also yes. groomed to know that they can, they don't really need to fully respect women. Like women are there for a certain yeah. purpose. You don't yeah. need a best friend. You don't, don't need- you think, This yeah, is mad, yeah. like this literally exactly, what, exactly what you said mm. about women are groomed, are groomed to want marriage, want kids mm. and want, want this type of life. Whereas like with a lot of men, it's just kind of like, Ugh. Yeah. And it's kind of like whatever. There's and options. I, and I feel yeah. like it is, and I feel like that's why it's kind of like, you know, like women are just having such a hard time finding partners mm. because the men are all dragging their feet because yeah, it's like- good quality. You yeah, know, yeah. Gra- dragging their feet because it's like, oh, I got time. It's always they've got time. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but why do you have time? And like, even with that kind of, the kind of saying or the thought process of that a lot of people don't marry th- mm-hmm. their their actual loves because yeah. they they let them pass by mm-hmm. and it's but it comes back to that concept of but well, men don't have to be ready men don't men don't it's kind of like men are kind of groomed not to think yeah. about these things and not mm-hmm. to be bothered about these things and they whereas, just fall into relationships yeah. but whereas like i meet men like like one of my cousins who for him he wants to he wants to get mm-hmm. married and like he was struggling like he was finding it so annoying with dating and he was like he wanted to get married he wants kids he wants a family and he's just at that age where he mm. just wants those things and he just didn't have he just didn't mm-hmm. have the girl and and as well, it's just like and I mentioned because I remember I mentioned that to um the person I was dating. Like, oh, my cousin really mm. wants to get married, like you know. And I told and I told him about Hinge. Got on there, mm. found his fiance within a few weeks, and like mm. and you know, wedding is happening. And um and I was like, yeah, my cousin just wanted to get married. He wants kids. He wants that family. And and then so and the guy I was dating was just surprised by it because it's just like oh because he for him it's like. He's never met a man who really, who actually openly wants marriage and openly yeah. wants those things. It's kind of like for men, it just falls that way. Yeah, it's it just true. kind of happens. And, and as well, and because, that's a shame. 
not not to like spread internalized misogyny, but like mm-hmm. it's like a lot of women because they don't have the highest standards, like in quotation marks, they they're not concerned mm-hmm. about Ubers and everything else. Men will just go for the not not to sound like misogyny, but like the easier option, like the the less. Yeah. But it's the, the truth. The option that doesn't take as much maintaining and nurturing yes. and yes. Like, you're happy with the bare minimum that they're giving. Yeah, and so looking for a woman who is going to bend over backwards and, yeah, yeah. and beg them so I to guess, stay. I guess if these kind of things are my standards, that surely means that the people that will date me, I'll, I'll attract some better quality <laughs> dates, really. Because it's like, yeah. if they like if they want an easy date, they don't have to go on a date with me. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. And that's what mm. it should be, that like, if that person, if the thing for that person that's stopping them from going out with you is the fact that they need to, they have to get you an Uber there and back. Mm. Well, maybe you don't want to date that person then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because exactly. there's many who will do it. There's meant like, yeah. you know, the guy who beg- who was like begging, he was like, I beg you and block me. He was willing to do it, apparently. <laughs> he apparently was willing to do it. So, you know. Yeah. Um, and and I've yeah. Had, actually, I, I, did, I have had someone who mm-hmm. ordered me an Uber from my house and then to the place and That's ordered nice. me an Uber back. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about, I'll talk more about that story on Patreon though. <laughs> when, we, when we launch our Patreon um, okay yeah but but then even like with the, the guy I'm dating now like mm-hmm. first like first I went there and met and met them but like yeah mm-hmm. he got he got me an Uber back like it wasn't an issue yeah and obviously I was c- closest to where I lived anyway but he got me did an Uber back did you ask for one or did he just do it but no because he was actually I did say I was just like oh you're going to take me Ooh. home that's what I said <laughs> Nice, nice. No, yeah, yeah. That's just how I say. Like, oh, you're gonna take me home, and and as well, like yeah. if you don't, if you don't want them to stay, just be like, oh yeah, you're gonna add me as a stop. Just mention, that, oh, can you add me as a stop? Just, yeah, just do that. That's a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and if they don't want to do that, then you just don't see them again, and mm. that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's funny. But yeah, it's funny. But it's sometimes funny you just need, yeah. Sorry, I keep saying it's funny. Go, what are you gonna say? <laughs> it's funny. Sometimes it's funny. you just need that reassurance from other people around that you're not going mad and like mm-hmm. your standards aren't crazy high. It's just yeah. you're concerned about your own safety. Like that's literally yeah, exactly. the crux and of that it. Is okay. I just don't want to die on my journey home. Yeah, while I'm drunk. exactly. <laughs> and that and that is that is all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. So your standards aren't high, and let's not and let's stop saying our standards are high. And if you are one of those people who wants the whole world, you know what? Keep going. Like there's men out there who'll do mm-hmm. it. Like it's keep true. going. Like you <laughs> might like it might take some time, which is okay. Because if you're patient, that's fine. Like have like yeah. go on, be patient, go on your dates, and then yeah, do your thing. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that's nice. Anyway, what are you injecting this week? Uh, I am injecting remember that you're a baddie like remember your yeah. like remember everything that you've got to bring yeah. to the table remember everything that you offer and don't let people make you forget like how great you actually yeah. are you are great like you're you're a baddie you're a 10 like remember that yeah that's I like that I like that mm. okay mine sorry mine's just popped in my head and mine is like 
keep doing the things that you like doing and I'm sure I've said this before but mm. like in the sense of because I've just I've been doing a lot of nerdy things like this week <laughs> and I I've started kind of going back to um, playing Legend of Zelda and stuff like that and, and like and I've been watching and basically I saw that the, the so the new Legend of Zelda game is coming out in May next year and mm. I'm like really excited about it and so I've been watching like reviews of the trailer on mm-hmm. YouTube <laughs> Reviews of the trailer. That's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. So, like, I've just been doing like a lot of nerdy shit, and I've been watching kind of reviews of like old cartoon shows and stuff. And like, I've just been watching, and I've just been doing like really nerdy shit. And it's just like, actually, but this nerdy shit is what makes me happy. And I like, and yeah. I respond to these YouTubers. Yeah, I'll be talking out loud. I'm like, yeah, I remember, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> and stuff like that. And I'm watching reviews of cartoons I haven't even watched. And <laughs> <laughs> so like just sometimes just do the things that you like and mm. even if people are gonna laugh at you for it like who cares just like yeah and it's it not well. grind every day like let's let's wind down let's relax yeah. let's do our, our things let's do our hobbies yeah yeah so that's that's mine this week um nice yeah thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of inject it podcast we hope that you thoroughly enjoyed and mm-hmm. um yeah you can find us at inject it underscore pod on instagram and on twitter um yeah and i'm alexandra you can find me at alxndr underscore nic on instagram and i'm diana and you can find me at d-e-a-n-n-n-a-b underscore on instagram whoop whoop um yeah so thank you guys for listening and we hope that you have a great rest of your week and um actually guys have a lovely christmas as well yeah merry christmas (laughs) it's christmas (laughs) on saturday isn't it so um have a lovely christmas yeah christmas sunday Sunday. definitely on saturday right i thought it's sunday it's on sunday it's on sunday Okay, Sunday. Oh my yeah, god. Sunday. I was stressed. Yeah, have have a lovely Christmas. <laughs> I mean it's one, one day off. <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> but so you know, it's still this weekend. So have a lovely Christmas on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, have a lovely Christmas. Yeah. Rest up. And yeah. Yeah, rest yeah, actually. Rest up, be peaceful, mm. have you know, just and do what you want. Do what you like, do what you want to do and try not to just feel stressed over yeah family and shit and other people and stuff like that yeah and like something i do say rest up but at the same time white people please be educating your racist family members and yeah. like straight people no homophobic comments in in your household make sure yeah. you hold your family accountable because yeah. christmas like, everyone comes together everyone gets a bit merry people say everyone's just like oh yeah stuff. my racist grandma and my yeah, homophobic yeah. Like yeah, Uncle, let's not sweep it under the cub. Cu- yeah, let's cl- not rug. Sorry, why did you say cub? Because you were trying to say carpet <laughs> and rug at the same time. Yeah, cub. <laughs> <laughs> let's not sweep it. Let's like yeah, let's rest, but let's, also yeah, let's, let's hold people call, accountable. Also call people out this Christmas. Yeah, um, yeah, if, if need be. <laughs> Um, but yeah thank you guys for listening and have a lovely week and a lovely Christmas and we will catch you next week bye guys bye